feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. The waiting is over its World Cup campaign. Could we make it two campaign successes in a row? We stuck to what the manager told us to do and we got the rewards. Positive result. We've got two more games this week coming up. So yeah, we're looking to get more points and more wins. Scott Brown has signed a pre-contract two-year deal at Petaudry. I think borderline irreplaceable on the pitch and irreplaceable off the pitch. The Goal Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Cy Ferry. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 1717 Let's go! Five o'clock, the sunshine is out for a moment or two. There have been uh, hailstones just a few moments as well. Everything happened here tonight. Scotland, of course, drawing 2-2 last night with Austria, the World Cup start. Is it a point gained or two points dropped? What do you think? 0808 17 17 700. John McGinn's goal, have you seen a better one? A more spectacular goal, as we saw last night? And more calls coming in about Scott Brown. Brown becomes a red. He's off to the dawns in the summer. I want to ask Barry and Si about it. What do they think? As Stephen Davis joins Jennings in the history books for Northern Ireland. 125 caps. Astonishing. And we'll be previewing the Israel match, of course, on Sunday. And Ferry is back for Peterhead at Dumbarton tomorrow. So can't I, believe that, I can't yeah. believe that was in the first headline, Paul. I should have been. How are you feeling? How's the fitness? I'm good, but I, I'm just a bit think, uneasy. Is he going to take that coat off? Is he gonna, are, you gonna, are you leaving in 10 minutes? <laughs> Listen, it's freezing in here. <laughs> it's freezing in here. Barry, what do you reckon? Kelty Hearts, we're still waiting to hear. We do want to talk about yeah. it. There's reports that you're going to be crowned the Lowland League champions. You're well at the top of the table, but still, we don't know what's happening. But that's one of the They're things the we champions. won't speak about. They're it's the champions. Be. Yeah. No, look, look, there was meetings on Tuesday and Wednesday, and we're just waiting um, the feedback on the meeting. Hopefully, over the weekend, the start of the week, we'll get some clarification on um, what's going to be happening. I don't think we're going to get back in terms of playing games, Paul, in the league. No. Um, that's going to be too difficult but we just need to wait and see the decision um, from the, the Lowland League and its members club Sorry, got sorry the champagne, champagne ready haven't yeah, you? Yeah I do yeah. they're champions yeah. he's, he's, he's keeping his cards close to his chest but they're champions but, oh, I would uh, tell you listen <laughs> I would tell you on there Here, uh, it must be a world record for the amount of meetings uh, it's been, uh, unbelievable some amount of yeah. meetings I'd love to see what it's goes crazy. on in these meetings isn't it it's meetings, meetings, about, meetings. meetings about meetings it's unbelievable but no we're, I'm back tomorrow Paul Peterhead fans are in uproar they're absolutely delighted so I waited on Barton uh, one last week bad result Tuesday Chris um, Burke who was on on Wednesday night as you know he was gutted last night in fact he was gutted that he won't be playing you Kilmarnock are through you'd have been playing them I was desperate yep. to boot him as well but um, <laughs> no, uh, again I told you Paul we had yep. three We had three players for Saturday one that scored the goal one that set up the goal and probably our captain and our best player Scott Brown weren't a fit for, for Tuesday Fergie said it he predicted that it was going to happen it's not just it's not just playing Paul it's travelling up to Peterhead so mm. the boys got up to, to Peterhead Tuesday and all three of them felt tight with their hamstrings so we had to we had to leave them we ended up with two guys that were playing junior last year mm. making their debuts for uh, against Stenhousemuir fair play to Stenhousemuir deserve yeah. to win so they go into the next round see that that's the problem they're going to have that, I mean uh, Sai will tell you you can do all the running you want when you, you've been idle for two two and a half months um, but we, when you get back on that training field and playing games it's totally different uh, a, a different fitness 
And that's what I said that I think League One and League Two clubs are going to suffer a lot of injuries over the next two or three weeks because it's it's a lot to ask them. I'm Barry, a, bit, I'm a yep. bit worried as well. Jimmy, Jim McAnally's dusted his copas off, so <laughs> I think he might take a game soon. Your manager is uh, <laughs> what about 50? 60, I think. 60. <laughs> okay, right. We're going to talk Scotland first of all after last night. Barry, is it a point gained or should we have got all three? Well, we'll see further as we get into the group, yep. but I, I'm looking at the game last night and I'll be honest with you, I, I thought it was there for us to go and win the game. Um, I, I thought Austria were a good team before it. I mean, the first 20 minutes they were, they were decent, but. I just um, I'm a bit disappointed that we, we didn't go for them more if I'm being honest with you um, I thought it was there for us to go and win it um, he made a few changes uh, in the second half I think we put John McGinn further forward it made a huge difference I, I really like John McGinn um, when he's let off a leash and he's allowed to bomb forward and get in people's faces and obviously he scored that that stunning goal so yeah I was a bit disappointed that we came away with a point Um but listen, we'll not be able to see if it's a good point or not when we until we get further into the group. But overall, there were some good performances. I thought Kieran Tierney was exceptional. I wow. thought he was the best player on the pitch by a country mile. Um, just head and shoulders above everybody. And I'm not surprised because I've watched him many a times this season for Arsenal. And he's been a standout for Arsenal as well. But I think mm. when you, you strip back the game and look at it, I think... It shows you how far we've came that we're disappointed to come yeah. away with a point. So I'm talking to head and shoulders. If you washed your hair today, it's sitting nice. <laughs> I yeah. actually I did wash it. I can tell. I can tell it's sitting lovely. Uh, no. <laughs> there you go. Uh, last night, yeah, oh, I've just looked in the minute. It's looking nice, isn't it? <laughs> that first half, hard watch. I don't know if it was hard to watch and used to flirting here or watching that first half, but um, I, I'm, I find it tough to criticise Steve Clark, Paul, because he's done such a, a good job, but. I think we can be, be doing better with the players. I do. I just think it's so defensive. What happened the first half hour? We just sat off them. Mm. You know, I didn't like the formation. I, I really mm. done a three-four-three. Three. I think number ten had the freedom of Hamden Park, who mm. was a good football player. Good player. And yep. you see, with the first goal, is when he gets that freedom, he gets a strike on goal. Marsh parries it out yep. and it goes in. I, I just think like what Fergie says with John McGinn. I think we've got players that can go and get in, in teams' mm. faces, press them high up the pitch. And I think we're limiting ourselves. You know, your width comes for two guys and Andy Robertson and Stephen O'Donnell, who for me. Can I really go by people 1v1 I think the way they play when they're wide is getting balls in the box but when they do that Paul we've only got one guy in the box and it's Lyndon Dykes you know Christian Armstrong are no two that are going to get in the box I'm like Fergie I'd, I'd like to see a Kieran Tierney go and play left wing I think he's better 1v1 up against somebody you know when it goes to Robertson out there he likes to come back and play or go back to Kieran Tierney himself whereas Kieran oh, Tierney's first thought is fair so get, by my, get by his man and get across in the box I'd like to see two up front with Tierney playing mm-hmm. at left wing but even playing left uh, of the three Kieran Tierney I, I just thought he, he took the bull by the horns yesterday and there was three or four instances where he's drove he's carried the ball yeah. 40, 50, 60 yards he, he's going going and taking responsibility really direct and listen he, he does fantastic um, left there a back three but for me you've got to play him on the left side he's, he's an exceptional player Has he um, earned that now would you say that he should be the, the automatic choice? Yeah well he's an automatic choice yeah. to play in the team But in his position? Yeah, but he's got it, but then the manager's got a decision to make. Mm. Andy Robertson's yep. the, the captain and, and playing left wing back. Um, but I, I just looked last night, he was the one that was driving. He's got that anger and determination. Yes. Brilliant. Brilliant. He's, I, yeah, so angry. He's, yeah. he's such a throwback. Um, it's just, look, he just wants to win. Um, but when he gets in the positions in the final third, his, um, the first thing that comes to his mind is, 
right, can I get past the player and get the ball into the box? And but Fergie, see, the other thing is, is we're playing Armstrong and Christie kind of as the wide players, but they didn't play like wide players. They play like Rangers do with Kent and Hadji coming inside. But we didn't dominate the ball enough to make use of that. So they, they two pretty much spend the whole game fighting off scraps or trying to win the ball back. If we're gonna if we're gonna play out and, and dominate the ball, then I can understand Christie and Armstrong playing in there. But for me, if you're gonna play the way Scotland play, I, I think we're better just going two up front if we're gonna hit the ball up to Dykes and let him go and play with a partner. We didn't carry a threat up front, did we? No, we never. And I felt I, I thought London Dykes probably had his worst game in a Scotland mm. shirt. I did I, I didn't think he played particularly well. But then you also need to feel for him as well. You know, there's a lot of times that he's fighting for balls and he's trying to win second balls and, and lay it off. Your positives would be McTominay in the middle of the pitch. I thought he'd done really well. I've been quite critical in the past, but I thought I thought he performed well. He gives you that physical presence in the middle of the pitch. And I actually thought Jack Henry done quite well as well. Mm. But I, I do think that it's easy for likes of Henry and Tierney to, to play well because that's where our spare man Men are Fergie They played a one up front It was basically Han- Hanley's job to mark him And Tierney and, and Henry Could step out with the ball But I just think we can get more Out of the, mm. that, that, that I, group of players in, t- in terms of Jack Henry I, I think he had a solid debut yeah. there, There's no doubt about it And what I like about him Is he's had a tough time at Celtic He's had to go out alone He went to Australia And now he's over in Belgium And he's he's performing brilliantly over there So I, I thought he'd done well um, McTominay he was different class last yeah. night. You can see why he's a big player for for Manchester United. He was he was really good. Um, but the the one that I always look at, I just like John McGinn going mm. and breaking forward. That I like him playing further forward. He gets beyond the strikers and and you seen that with the, with the goal last night. It was a f- unbelievable finish from. But I'm just disappointed that we didn't come away with the three points I think it was there for us to go and take the game to them I thought we showed them a bit too much respect mm-hmm. at the start of the game look I get yep. they're they're a strong team a lot of players play in the Bundesliga but listen look at our squad look at our team yeah. mm-hmm. we have got very good players as well even their striker though Paul but what was he 6'7 yeah, mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger Amazing, front yeah. <laughs> what Cal- a header Cal- oh, Cal- that's some header he's a good player and Grealish that you mentioned what player the player who had the strike for them that uh, came to the first yeah, goal he was let- Good he? footballer good, fo- yeah. good player Let's hear He from was Ferguson like wasn't he Wasn't he It yeah. was actually Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's hear first of all from John McGinn We came here to win We, we set up to win um, The way we set up at the start Maybe wasn't uh, allowing us to get up the park So we've got flexible players Flexible shape And uh, we made a little change And it certainly helped us in the, in the first half But it's really important to um, to just focus on each game And tonight we're, we played a tough team Who came for the win as well So um I've no idea if it was a good game to watch or not, but in the end, it was a it was a good point. Well, Sai certainly didn't enjoy the first half hour. Nobody enjoyed it at the beginning. Two two, we'd probably take it at the end. They had a, a penalty claim, and so did we, which uh, John McGinn was asked about. I, I thought so. I think the frustrating thing in the first half is um, we are so used to trying to stay up. Um, so we have been been brought up. It's it's not until you're manhandled that you go down, and, and that's really what happened when Ryan was in the box. It's it's some. Um, something you expect to get given in your favour in a European competition and unfortunately tonight it wasn't I think the frustrating thing in the first half was um, a lot of the soft ones were going for Austria and against us but in the second half when the big decision came it unfortunately went against us and here's uh, the manager speaking about Scotland's man of the match Kieran Tierney he's a good player Kieran. and what we're trying to do as we as we try to develop the team and you see tonight we're, we're asking the, the outside central defenders to step into midfield and, and push forward and and Kieran can certainly do that. 
He's a great player, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's Stevie Clark. But listen, when they get beat, win or draw, he's, <laughs> he's always the same, Stevie Clark. But let's be honest, he's done a fantastic job since he's, he's took over. But in terms of Kieran Tierney, I think he's a, a top player. Mm. I don't think he's just a good player. He's a, a top player and he, he's shown that. This year with Arsenal, what I, what I mentioned earlier on, and I thought last night he was... As I said, head and shoulders above everybody else in the pitch. I'd hate to hear what he says about me if he just thinks Kieran Tierney. <laughs> I get what he's saying about Tierney being able to take it in, but I just think when he gets to a certain point, Tierney in Austria can shift over and stop that. Whereas mm. I think if you play him further up, you get you get much more at him. Yep. It's like like Fergie says. I think he only put the, the three times that he was in that position, he beat his man and put crosses into the box. And, and like you say, if you're going to play a Lyndon Dykes pole, you, you need to you need to give him service. Right. Again, I can't remember in the first half a cross going into the box for the big man. So, although I'm critical of his performance, I think we need to we need to utilise him more in terms of the wide the wide areas. Yeah, in terms of Kieran Tierney, he wants to drive his team. You, mm. you see that? That's why he done that four or five times during the game. Drive with the ball, carry the ball, um, and he just wants things to to happen. And you can see it. He's he's a he's a real leader. You can see that. Um, I don't know what what he's like off the pitch. I you know him better. But on the pitch, he looks like a proper winner to me, and he looks that he, he's the one that's it's going to set an example. And he clearly done that for me last night. Not many people got the team absolutely right, did they? We <laughs> didn't think we'd be talking about a Grant Hanley goal. What about that free kick taken by Stephen O'Donnell? That worked, didn't it? Deep into the box, keeper should have come out, but uh, Hanley, what with the header? Yeah, and do you know what? I need to give Stephen O'Donnell credit because yeah. see, when I seen he was up against Alaba, I actually yeah. I actually worried for him, but I thought he played him quite well. Yep. You know, Alaba was very quiet. One of the best left backs in the world for me, Alaba at Bayern Munich. Um, you know, Andy Robertson gets a bit of critics for, for, for how he performs for Scotland. But you look at Alaba, you know, he's nowhere near the same player playing for Austria. But no, it's a good delivery for Stephen O'Donnell. I think he has gone that ball. I think he's got a decent delivery. And as I say, that's why I think if you are going to play them there, you need to go with two guys up front, you know, and let Stephen O'Donnell uh, use his assets and put balls into the box. But in terms of Grant Hanley, attacks it really well. What the centre half then? I think the centre half's expecting the keeper to come for it fair again and we've seen that yeah, too many times I don't know why between. he doesn't just mark his man and try mm. and head the ball but yeah the goalie makes a, a bit of hash it but fair play to Hanley because yeah. I thought he actually he done alright last night he's another one that's been criticised quite a bit yeah I agree with you Si he's had his, his critics Grant Hanley but I thought he was really good last night he got booked as well which I'm, I'm thinking oh, he's playing on the line here mm. but I, I thought he, he took his goal ever so well I thought he defended really well he was a, a real um, real leader at, at the back, so he, he's got to be happy as well. Getting back into the into the starting eleven, I was surprised with it when I when I seen the team uh, come up um, with the with the inclusion of both Hen- Henry and and Hanley. But I've got to be honest with you, I thought two of them acquitted themselves really well. If there's one head you want to head, it is Grant Hen- Hanley's head on it is some size. Isn't it? <laughs> but uh, no, he done well. John McGinn's another one. I mean, we were up the Scotland camp Monday. See John McGinn, he's an absolute specimen. Eh? Yeah. See when you stand you next to him, how he went up yeah. to, to to meet the boys and um, even his feet are muscly. Like he never had any shoes. He never had any shoes on. How can you have muscly feet? Mate, honestly, his feet are so <laughs> wide and muscly, and his full body is just like. He's Muscle, an absolute specimen. feet. <laughs> <laughs> you need to see these hey, things. Barry, let's see your feet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, again, when like yeah. Fergie said, we have got yeah. when you see when you see the names McGinn's, Robertson's, Tierney's. Yeah, I think I think we should we should. Yeah. I think we could beat teams like Austria. I really yeah. do. I, maybe I'm. Dreaming here because but I know that they've got good players in the bench. Like in that, but I just think when you look at our squad, fair so we give them so much the bench. The bench I mean, as well. I, I, I was looking at the bench, and you've got Callum McGregor. Yeah, I mean, you would think he's a certainty to play. Um, Shea Adams, I, I thought he'd done okay for his his debut. It's always hard coming on as a, yeah. a substitute, but I think in time, 
I would like to see both him and Dykes play together. I think that could be a real good combination. Um, but you look at the bench, you look at the squad in the whole. Um, we, we're strong. We've got real good, good players for me. And we mentioned the guy who's been playing centre half the last year and a half. McTominay I yep. thought he'd come into the centre of the pack. I just like the way he zips yeah. the ball into players' feet. He's a he's a top performer. But as see well. all the players as well, Fergie, yeah, their clubs they all play high pressing games. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's Southampton, they're probably the best team at it. They've not been good lately, but yeah. Hasselhouten loves that to do that. You know, Liverpool with Andy Robertson, yeah. Arsenal, Kieran Tierney yeah. Mc... these guys are playing high pressing football every week. I think we can go and do that with Scotland. I really do believe that we're good enough to go and not sit off Austria and let them, especially at home, Paul. Like, go, go and take the game to teams. But again, who am I to criticise Stevie Clark, Paul? It's worked for him so far. So you need to, you need to stick with how, how he sees it. Were you pleased to see Che Adams getting his first cap? Because that's important. It means he can't go back to England. He can't change his mind. Yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah, I really like him, Paul. Yeah. Um, I, I like how Southampton play. As I say, I, quite, I watch him quite a bit. Um, I know they've not done too well recently, but no. Che Adams is a big part of what they do. Him mm. and Danny Ings are the kind of spell of each other. And again, I look at that. Che Adams works better with a partner for me. When he plays up with Danny Ings at Southampton, I think he does really well. You know, I don't think he's suited to being just a lone striker. And I think I think Dykes is the same, Fergie. Th- it's quite a lot of times you see Dykes flick the ball and he's flicking it on it himself. Mm. Where if he flicks the ball, that's where Che, che Adams is on. That on excites the other side me of. That, that partnership. Good. Yeah. Dykes. In Jay Adams mm-hmm. um, As I say I mean I've seen Jay Adams plenty of times This season for Southampton And I mean He's he's, he's a top player as well So it's great to, that he come on And got his debut That means that He's he's your player now And I would like to see Both of them um, Play together But then again I'm looking at the squad Look at the guys That are not in the squad James Forrest yeah. Lee Griffiths mm-hmm. David Turnbull Nathan, Nathan Patterson, Patterson. Yep. Seen that last night though Fergie You can see why Turnbull Doesn't get in Steve, a Steve Clark team for me now yeah, I, I can see, but I would still like to have seen him be involved. Yeah. Get, T- tell get, us, yep. get in and around the group, get used to the, the surroundings and all. I, I'm all for promoting young players, but look, he knows he needs to work hard. I, yeah. I think he's accepted that. That obviously he didn't get in this squad, he needs to go and work even harder. But I think in time, there's no doubt in my mind that David Turnbull will find himself in a Scotland squad. What do you mean, Si? Well, you look at Christian Armstrong, and as I say, they spent eighty percent of the game pressing the ball. I don't think that's David Turnbull's. Um, what David Turnbull wants to do when he's playing in that sort of position he's in there to try and get on the ball as I say at this moment in time I don't think we dominate the game enough I think if we're going to dominate it, then Turnbull would be your best choice at number 10 but in terms of how Scotland are playing it just now I don't know if that would suit how David Turnbull plays I think Christian Armstrong um, better defensively than, than a Turnbull but I'm hoping that in time with Stevie Clark the longer mm. he's there we will start to dominate the, the ball a bit more and that could get Turnbull in How good was that goal from John McGinn? What do you think? 0808 17 17 700 and we're looking forward to Sunday it's the match with Israel Sunday and then we've got Faroe Islands next Wednesday 0808 17 17 700 The Go Radio Football Show talking football first Listen live weeknights from 5 Go Radio Football Show, Friday evening, 5 till 7. Thanks for making the switch. We've had a great week on the Go Radio Football Show. And not least on Wednesday night when Martin O'Neill, the former Celtic manager, uh, was speaking about you, Barry, and he says he forgives you for that ice pack that you threw many years ago as uh, as you were going off into the dugout. He made some great points, didn't he? And the most surprising was that he hasn't spoken to Dermot Desmond for at least a couple of years. Yeah, I was was actually quite shocked. Um, That's one of the, the guys... I would think that Celtic would go and, and have a chat with he think what way he's thinking they should go forward because um, listen he's he's a top manager he's, he's won so many trophies he, he's managed both in, in Scotland and in England internationally as well so that did surprise me when um, 
Martin O'Neill mentioned it he's, he, Celtic have not been in contact for about two or three years um, but it was good to talk to him um, some good battles with Martin O'Neill's teams and then he, he got the last laugh didn't he about the ice he used it for the champagne after the game so <laughs> no it was good to hear from him and, and interesting as well I asked him uh, during, when he, uh, during when he was on that has he got any interest in getting back in the game he's, he's 69 and yeah. he says listen with this um, with the COVID-19 and been in lockdown he's, he's looking to try and get back in so that's interesting you could tell he was up for it you know and yeah. he wants to get back into football it was a great line about the, the ice and the champagne um, uh, I don't think we're going to see him back here but he was speaking about Roy Keane and Si are you surprised that Scott Brown has decided to leave in a matter of weeks time to go to Pataudry uh, just on Martin O'Neill obviously I was when, when I first went into Celtic Martin yeah. O'Neill was the manager and honestly even the big players they were so scared of Martin O'Neill uh, he had such yeah. an aura about him like, he wouldn't have been there every day so we would watch first team training and and John Robertson and Steve Wolford would, would start it but the standard would be unbelievable but as soon as Martin O'Neill walked on the training pitch Paul you could just see the standard and he would put a bib on he would stand in the middle of the pitch and the games would be going on and he would referee the games he'd stop the games and he'd shout go and run over to that goal and run back they would all sprint to a goal sprint back and the game would continue and then he wouldn't talk and then he'd come in on a Saturday because we used to work the games and we were obsessed with Martin O'Neill you know, he, was, he was like a, a hero to us yeah. and he would just walk in before the game and as soon as similar to you with Walter Smith I think as soon as he walked in the dressing room Paul silence mm. he would read out 11 names on the sheet and he would walk out and he wouldn't even tell them what positions they were playing and that's how well Ronnie had that team really? they would yeah. just know because uh-huh. Aidan tells a story on his debut Martin O'Neill comes in and he reads 11 names out the yeah. sheet and, and Aidan's like oh, did he just say my name there McGinney so he goes up to Steve Alford and he says um the gaffer just said my name where am I where am I playing he never told us and Steve Offer went I'll tell you this once and I'll, t- I'll tell you once only so listen in you're playing up front with Henrik get on with <laughs> and that was and that was Amazing. a genius son. but you yeah. had the guys on and a it stand worked, uh-huh. but he's, he's got an aura about yeah. him when he walks into a room you, you sit up and take notice and that, that's similar to, to Walter Smith there's no doubt about it I remember we were uh, we were young lads as well so we would train the pitch across for the first team and we were all young guys like myself Paul McGowan like wild boys like yeah. scheme boys and we're all at fighting yeah. and arguing swearing yeah. constantly and I never forget it we were, we were training and he walks over and uh, we're like oh no and he's like I've never heard a group of, of boys swear as much as that <laughs> and, I, and I I don't think we ever swore again that after that and he just had that we were yeah. like oh my god yeah. like how scary he was when he was actually pulling you up so no he definitely had that aura about him and what a manager he was for sale I loved watching these teams playing that's one thing about Martin O'Neill's teams they were always physical the big strong but yeah. also and amongst that he had right good footballers mm-hmm. and yep. I take back I mean the, the early 2000s the battles that both the Rangers team mm-hmm. I played in and, and Martin O'Neill's Celtic teams I mean it was some fantastic games you couldn't listen see leading up to it no matter if we were in form and Celtic were off form you couldn't call it mm-hmm. it was whoever performed in the day and who was who obviously gained control of the, the game but no listen he was a guy that yeah. always respected he was one of them you couldn't take your eyes off him on the side of the pitch eh? mm. he was so enthusiastic and energetic charisma yep. charisma yeah. 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 I love the fact that he reminded the listeners that you were so young as captain and the players in the Rangers team as well I mean the Celtic players the Larsons and all the rest you had the De Boers and it was amazing yeah. but Barry you were captain so young in such a strong dressing room, that must have been tough, you know. Yeah, it was. But listen, it's when I get when I got offered that, I wasn't going to knock no. it back. So I thought to yeah, myself, did you ever get paraphernalia? But like, no, I, speaking about you, that now. No, do you know what I thought? I'm 22, and this might only be the ever the the, yeah. the last chance I might get yeah. offered this. So I'm going to take it. And see, to be honest with you, one thing about when I went in, and obviously, advocate had said I was captain. Right away, all the experienced boys right over to me. 
congratulated me and says, listen, any help you need, Great. we're here for you. And that settled me straight into it. Mm. I mean, it's weird a 22-year-old boy mm. shouting and bawling at a 32-year-old. <laughs> you can shout and He's playing the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, but listen, they, they were just in training anyway before that. Yeah. I was money. It's just, listen, no. that I was money. I just wanted to win no matter if it was... Um, on the training is ground it, Is it true you wore the captain's armband with your normal gear as well? I wore it to sleep Just mate. every day <laughs> <laughs> Right, wore it everywhere <laughs> Oh sorry, the point was Scott Brown, wasn't it? No, I'm going to move on oh, well, I'll tell you what, we're we'll going come to come to it because we've got Terry on the line on that point, I think Terry, good evening Hi, how you doing lads? How you doing? Good, how thanks How you doing, Barry? How you doing, Terry? Alright, mate Yeah, it's just really about uh, obviously the Celtic manager and kind of Scott Brown Is there a... Do you think obviously that somebody's already been sounded out and that's by... The decision's been made this week that Scott decides to go and join Aberdeen or is it just does he know in his own head maybe he's not going to feature as much? Si, what do you think? No, I think it's the opposite. I think, you know, I've heard people saying that Scott Brown maybe be happy to play one in four next year, one in three in and out of the team. And I said, you'll not be happy doing that. Mm. I know him. I, every time somebody came to a club, uh, to the club that was a centre midfielder yeah great in terms of helping them but you could see it in, in Bruni he was determined that they would not play ahead of him and that's why he's still playing at the top level so I think he's looked at I think he's unsure who the manager's going to be next year I think mm. he's unsure whether the new manager wants him that type of player at 35 year old right. and he's thought I'm not having another year of being in and out of the team because I know this year will have killed Scott Brown not playing every week as I say I've, I've seen it first hand I remember Landry and Gwenmo came to the club with Tony Mowbray I'll never forget it because that was my position as well and Bruni, I think Bruni was right. injured when Nguemo first came. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Nguemo comes in the first couple of weeks, and Nguemo looked dynamite, by the way. Honestly, in, tra- in, training. A, in training, Paul, he yeah. was a proper player in Nguemo. Oh, I think I he'd came for nonce or something like that, and you could just see that he was a right good player. And everyone was speaking about, oh, this boy in Nguemo, man, what, 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 what does this mean for mm-hmm. Bruni? You know, could, could this be the guy that's going to come and replace Bruni? Yeah. And we'd done, uh, as I said, he'd been injured for about two weeks, and Tony Mowbray organised the bleep test. And Bruni had maybe trained one day, and the bleep test went, and it was Brown versus Nguemo. It got down to about. Level 14, everyone else drops out and I remember the look on Bruni's face, he yeah. is not beating me here. And Bruni went and went and went and Gweno dropped out and Bruni kept going for another two or three levels. And that's the kind of guy he is, Paul. It'll kill him this year watching somebody play. I know you see the things with, with Sorrow coming on and he's, he's greeting him and yeah. saying well done, but it'll, Scott Brown wants to play week in, week out. I think he's guaranteed that at Aberdeen. He also gets the, the assurance that he's going to get the coaching side of things as well. So I think that's why... Scott Brown's went and played for Aberdeen I guess that's why you win 22 trophies as captain Barry how do you think he's going to fail what do you think first of all about him moving to Aberdeen are you surprised I was shocked yeah. I, I was shocked if I'm being honest uh, in terms of Scott Brown I, I watched him obviously the old fun game and I thought it was probably his best game yeah. this season um, look he's probably looked at in terms of him does he probably think that he can continue to play does he think he's going to be a bit part player next season um, so a lot of these things would have crossed his mind. The only Scott Brown can answer it. Um, but listen, he's probably looked at it. What he's won over the the course for for Celtic's been unbelievable. What he's achieved is that going to happen again? I probably doubt it. Mm. Um, it's ever going to happen again mm. to a team yep. winning winning a quadruple treble. So he's probably looking at a, a fresh start, getting into the coaching side. Um, and maybe getting a chance to go and mentor some of the, the younger players that are up at Aberdeen in terms of my, my young nephew, yeah. Lewis. Will um, he be good Ross. for Lewis, do you think? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sure, listen, he's course, played... Yeah. Look, Paul, you don't play the number of games Scott Brown's played and at the level that he's played all those years if you've not got something about you. Um, and I'm sure the younger players at Aberdeen will be able to pick his brains. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no doubt about it. When I'll, I'll go back to when Celtic first signed Scott Brown 
me and Si were talking about it off air he was one of the players he just ran about everywhere but see as the years have went on he's he's improved mm. he's improved in the football inside it he's got better and better wage and listen I think it's going to be a big a big loss for, for Celtic but look the only guy that can answer that and the reasons behind I'm deciding to leave Celtic is Scott, Scott Brown and Scott mm. Brown only look it's an opportunity as I said to get into the coaching side do I think you can do both I don't think you can but he's probably going up there as a player first and foremost mm. and he'll probably do a bit of coaching in terms of on the side when he's up at Aberdeen but if you ask me when the news broke I was I was yep. taken aback he's a, he is a dying breed though Paul he is you Terry what do you think uh, what Barry's saying and what size has that surprised you that Barry has said he's shocked I'm shocked I just thought maybe it'd be good to have a roundabout I mean, even in a coaching capacity as well at Celtic and just having around about the first team with obviously a new manager coming in is going to need all the help they can get but it depends who we get it's uh, I mean a lot of people saying Roy Keane but I don't know if Roy Keane would work with a lot of they call it a lot of snowflakes out there these days I don't think Roy Keane's style of management might not work people don't people players like to be Asked what to do these days, don't they? Not told what to do. Mm. So I don't know. You think if Roy Keane was getting it, so he Scott Brown would have been his type of player straight yeah. away. I just think we a new fast. manager side, we a new manager coming in, somebody who's been about the club for the number of years yeah. that he's been about. You, you would want to keep somebody like him. But listen, he might want. To, he he might still feel in his his um, his heart and his head that he can still continue to play another season or two. Does he want to? Um, his, his career to peter out and play one in every four that that's again that comes down to Scott Brown's decision I Could you, I, have gone, you, would, you wouldn't yeah. have Fergie would you? no, no. no and I, I think he's a similar breed of Fergie no, as a dying want, breed you, you want to go out at the at the top there's no doubt about it and you want to try and play if he feels good um, I mean he looked good enough to me yeah. in the old firm game he looked if he still had a, a bit about him um, so there's no doubt that he probably feels that he can go and and play a number of games next season where maybe at Celtic he would have been a, a bit part player but it's not only as a player Paul you miss him as, as mentor and as, as Fergie said I think Lewis Ferguson's going to get the benefits of it. Mm. I mean you listen to Kieran Tierney and we're saying about his mentality interesting to see how they two go on, go on <laughs> <I'm saying> that. <laughs> but that mentality for Kieran Tierney comes from Scott Brown mm. Kieran Tierney tell me that, that Scott Brown's his hero that's the guy he's looked up to he wears the short sleeve yeah. shirts like yeah. Scott Brown so you can talk about coaches and managers as much as you want, but for me, as a young player, Fergie might be the same as as older players influence you more than anyone. And mm-hmm. I think Scott Brown at Celtic would have been the guy that younger players got. You just need to look at all these young players with their Instagram that they've put up after he's left. He's made a, he's had a massive impact on on their careers, and I just thought it'd be a no brainer for him to stick a bit. Terry, I wonder what they're saying in the Granite City. I mean, he's had a few tussles over the years. You they're remember? Not that happy, are they? Yeah. What, well, are they not happy? Are they no. not happy? No. I've seen, I've seen quite so, a bit yeah. on social media. Yeah. They're not that happy with the signing. Yep. Which ba- yeah. baffles me. Terry? Well, they don't look happy because I've seen some of the stuff on social media. I mean, I don't... Yeah. How is... How's Bruni and Shea Logan going to get on? Well, I know there's been lots of different things uh, over the years. Yeah, Terry, what about the manager then? Mm. So you don't see it being Roy Keane, that, but the bookies... Uh, no, no, uh, I, yeah. I don't know if it's, I don't see it being Roy Keane. It's starting okay. to look as if he's going to be favourite. Yeah. A, lot of people, a lot of people you speak to. So, I mean, at the end of the day, Roy Keane is still a winner. I'm not, put, yeah. I'm not saying he's not the right man. He's sure. still, he's still, dem- still have demands on players, I, I, I reckon, but... Sometimes, uh, as I say, maybe the softly, softly approach with players is a better thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think Brendan Rodgers was much a shouter. He was more of a coach, so mm-hmm. he seemed to get more out of players with, with coaching them. So That's a good point. How did he manage to do it, do you think, Barry? 
Brendan Rodgers Everybody's got different yeah. ways of managing and coaching I mean I've seen the difference over the, the last few years I've had to even at my level yeah. I've had to change the way that I go about mm. things I mean I can't mm. go in and, and go absolute right through people There is a time and a place to do it There's no doubt I've done it a few times But yeah, look times it's a different generation it's no when I started off when you came in you had a bad game there was teapots <laughs> getting thrown at you and cups and all sorts that's not going to happen now and that's what maybe Roy Keane's like but I don't think it's a bad thing uh, that just shows me that you might need to get somebody in your backroom staff who is the, the kind of go-between and who's the yep. guy that calms things down but see as the weeks go on it looks more likely I, I, I would have said to you four weeks ago Roy Keane no I can't really see it but now it's looking like it could be it could be Roy Keane and, and what a what a coup, uh, what yep. a coup. in terms of for the Scottish game mm. I mean Roy, Roy Keane's massive name great footballer um, I know he's had a difficult job at Sunderland and Ipswich yeah. um, but listen at the side of the part Stephen Gerrard Roy Keane it's box office mm. stuff is it not and look at the way Stephen Gerrard does it it must be that quiet authority as it side do you think because he also he can't ball and shout anymore can he no I, I don't think you can ball and shout in 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 these days when you are actually going to say something it needs to and you need to make a point with it. so mm. if you're constantly shouting and bowling and shouting at players now they'll just, they'll just turn off Paul I think that's where Brendan Rodgers was really good you know I don't think he would crack a, a lot but when he did Paul he made sure players knew that, that that's unacceptable and it can't happen again and also he done it but with no playing people if you came mm. in and you weren't on board with what he wanted and how he wanted you to train and live your life then you wouldn't play and it was as simple as that and that hurts players more than anything when you're no playing I don't think you need to now ball and shout you hurt them by no playing. I think Eddie Howe's very much the same. I was speaking to Marvin Bartley during the week, mm. and he just said, "If you weren't, uh, if you weren't on board with what Eddie done, you wouldn't play, and you wouldn't be about." And um, and I think that's how the modern day manager goes about. It. I still think there's a place where you need to be told. Yeah. At, at times, you know, what I mean, it's not just nice talking and saying, "Listen, that's not yep. good enough." I mean, there comes a point where you need to l- let it go a wee bit. Mm. I still think that's needed in the in the game, but it's certainly different for. It can't be every day that No it can't be Because listen I think players would just get um, Peeved off of that And just um, Wouldn't accept it But I I, I didn't mind that side I liked somebody Who was on at me constantly I just wanted to prove a point And go and show Listen um, This is what I can do But I I don't mind that side of the game But in terms of Roy Keane It's it's looking He does not look the type to me So Fergie That can pick and choose When he doesn't No You know you watch him Even then pundit He's not not even watching his own team And he can't help himself But I like it I think he's No I do like it as well To Fergie Mm -hmm. But I just don't think Modern players Modern day players Would like it Terry I think you're agreeing Grown men as well Remember (laughs) So and Maresca The name doesn't go away either Does it There's the And there's the Man City Connection uh, With Fergal Hark Has been mentioned a few times Si Yep. His name keeps coming up as director of football and there's maybe work going on already with him behind the scenes. Nobody knows for sure. No, yeah, we don't know. But they need to get it sorted soon, yep. Paul, because like you say, they're missing out on guys like Scott Brown going to Aberdeen. You know, I, I firmly believe there was a manager in place that wanted Scott Brown to be there and, and gave him guarantees, no guarantees, but you're going to be a big part of my plans. I, I, I definitely think Scott Brown would have stayed at Celtic. So it's getting to a stage, Paul, where the Celtic fans want to know what way their club's going to go. Sure. They're, they're mm-hmm. desperate. I mean, a couple of my mates are obviously support Celtic and they're, they're asking the question. Neil Lennon's been away now, what, three, four weeks? Mm-hmm. And there's still no movement. Um, they, they just want to know what way they're going forward, who's going to be the director of football, who's going to be the manager, and more importantly, who's going to be staying at Celtic in terms of the players? Obviously, the, the biggest influence and the leader has just left mm. and went to Aberdeen who's next because there's guys out of contract as well well no out of contract coming into the final 12 month Ayer Edward Christie three big players as well 
they they don't look like signing extensions to their contract. It looks to me if they need to go, and also the guys on loan will need to go back to their parent club. So there's a lot lot needs to happen at Celtic over the next month or so. I think Eddie Howe would be their top pick, Paul. I think, so. I think yep. they could get Eddie Howe. They would, but they afford them. I say. Think, as you've said, I think he was on three million mm-hmm. quid a year at Bournemouth before the bonus. Well, a million quid to keep them in as well. It, you know, and wow. that, and if you yeah. go if you goes to a Newcastle or a Palace, you'll get that sort of money again, Paul. You know, as a massive club, but as a massive jump dropping wages as well. So come for that. No, I was going to ask you, what would you do? Would you go to a Newcastle or Crystal no. Palace or go and have the opportunity to go and win trophies? Fergie, what can you do with mm. Crystal Palace and Newcastle? Roy Hodgson's done a great job at Crystal Palace, it. by the way. So how do you go in and better that? Oh, we say it, Rangers and Celtic. There's an opportunity to win trophies plus get into Europe every single season. What would you want to do as a manager? Terry, good call. You can imagine it on the 31st of July when the season starts. Rangers will probably play, well, they'll play on the Saturday as champions at home. I wonder if the Sunday game, August the 1st, will be Aberdeen against Celtic. It could be, couldn't it? Oh, yeah. oh could, Celtic. Could, <laughs> is, is the, can you imagine the it? The sad thing is, so he's not going to yeah. get a proper send-off, which he deserves, Scott Brown. That's true. With no fans uh, being Unless the Scottish Cup, if they go all the way through to the, the Cup final. Listen, we're going to take a break and then we're back with more good call. Thanks, Terry. Cheers, lads. Have a nice weekend. Cheers, Cheers you Terry. too. The Go Radio Football Show Talking football first Listen live weeknights from 5 Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited Friday nights means you're in the company of Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney, Cy Ferry Cy's excited because it's like, it's like Christmas for you Getting back to play again, 33 years old You haven't played since when? Was it oh. January? December? Uh, like, I think yeah. it's Jan- no, it's uh, 2nd of January Played yeah. the day after New well. Year Got sent off after 15 minutes And I've not played since So it'll be... Um, <laughs> Boots polish when I get in out the back door of dubbing on the boots and then bed for half eight, Paul. Dubbing, remember yeah. old dubbing? <laughs> dubbing, <laughs> You and your dad at the back back door dubbing on uh, the boots, bro. I used to, um, <laughs> my dad used to make, me, make them, uh, make me, sorry, should I say, wash my boots and then used to roll the newspaper and put them, and put inside. them inside. Ah, it. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Remember that? So, I keep cutting off here. What, age, you, what, age, wait, what age are you then? 28? <laughs> 32. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, what's your pre match? Yeah. Pre-match, oh, you'll hate me for this. I'm quite a hipster, eh? so I'll hit a bit of sourdough for Sweet Jane Lovely. Bakehouse on Duke, Duke Street. Oh, it's yep. tremendous. Freshly baked, out of the oven, up the road. I've got into that now. Yeah, oh, it's Cafe nice, Gandolfi. Oh, Amazing. Yep. Slice of sourdough, avocado, poached eggs. Right. And then I'll have a wee coffee. <laughs> What's going on with modern day footballers here? <laughs> <laughs> avocado. Poached eggs with a wee um, oat milk flat mm. white. Ah, listen, I'm, I'm going. That's right. <laughs> 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 no, no. What about you, Spag Bog? Spaghetti bolognese or something? Beans and toast. Beans and toast. He's an Eddie. He's an Eddie. I'm upper class, you know what I mean? See the dubbing for the football. That's the problem. That's the problem with these modern day football. The East End is so trendy now, isn't it? Oh, I've took it well. See, when I first moved to the East End, Paul, I think it was. It's not from the East End, it's for Dundee. No, I know, but when I first moved there, it was like run down. I've now took it to the eighth coolest area in the world, so there you go. Amazing. Yep. Deniston, nowhere finer. You mentioned about the boots that. I just kind of get that. Avocado. Avocado. Do you know what I put a wee bit of chilli flakes through my avocado? I've had enough. This is getting worse. Organic eggs as well. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's score a hat trick tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear from somebody who scored an amazing goal last night. Have you seen a better goal than John McGinn's? When it was up in the air, I just thought I knew where I was in the pitch. I knew where the goal was, and just tried my best to keep it on target. And thankfully, it nestled in the in the bottom corner, and I'm delighted. Let's hear what the manager said. My first impression was he was <laughs> off. Uh, I think we all looked at the line of the assistant on the far side, but. He got the decision right, he was on. Uh, listen, what we did well was we kept the ball alive from a set play. Ball in for Robbo, came back out, we kept it alive. Ryan helped it back into the box and, and John produced a great finish for us. But I think overall, 
points probably a fair result on the night and we deserved a point Interesting he was saying about the VAR he would keep going anyway he thought it was off Barry what did you think? No it was he was in line um, it was a, a definite goal um, he nearly got it wrong there Stevie Clark he nearly called them linesmen they're the called assistant referees now oh, wow. so you hate that uh, yep he corrected yep. himself yep. Um, but listen fantastic finish I mean it's great that they, they kept the ball alive and John McGinn was in the, the right place at the right time but to to go and do that what he what he done the, the technique he showed was was different class and as I said listen he just looked to me a different player when he get moved further forward but fantastic finish um, and he deserved it because as I said I think he's a player that keeps improving all the time uh, and he's a big big player for Scotland now and he's toasting beans beforehand with chips <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sai what did you make of uh, it his backside. I thought he would have maybe been offside with the backside because it's a big backside as well, isn't he? But uh, no, speaking to, again, we were speaking to John Monday, lovely yeah. boy by the way. So, I was great. He was on the uh, show he's last lovely week. Guy. Yeah. Uh, but he's even said that he's changed his role at Aston Villa this year. Mm-hmm. He's playing that bit deeper deep for Aston Villa. Does he enjoy uh, it? No, I think he prefers playing mm-hmm. that, that wee bit for, no. further forward. Fairy, I think you get the best of him because he's a genuine goal for it. You know, he's got that in his yes. locker. He's that left foot that he's got, and I think he's better when he's off the cuff, John McGinn. Mm. You know, when he's got time and he's actually having to pick a pass. I think he's better when somebody comes tight to him and he rolls him. He's big back. Cider in the box he's got that finish first time in his locker I, so I just feel he's he's held back when he's playing yeah. deeper let him off the reins and go and let him because you know what? one of the biggest attributes he's got is his energy he can get about the he's pitch he's similar to Bruni when he was younger fair again to yep he, he was um, I similar you would say they were, they're pretty similar yeah. but I, I just like him when the reins are took off him he can go and he can get in people's faces which is part of his game and the big thing well, as well as he's added is goals and that finished last night I mean we would all be talking about it if it was somebody down in England mm-hmm. that had done that so no that's just one of the just an area of the pitch where I like him in that final third I think he's a real danger but again with number 10 for me that would have been a perfect role for John McGinn go and play up against number 10 stop yeah. and play and then run off the back of him and I think he gives you that John McGinn you know he's got that to, when he's playing in that position defensively he gives you the work of Christian Armstrong but I think he just gives you that wee bit more in terms of on the ball and, and goals and, and creating chances have you seen a goal like that did you say Wayne okay, Rooney earlier on no, well get, let's hear another great goal that you remember uh, a spectac- it was spectacular no, it was, that was, it was a great goal yeah. no, I'm being harsh that was, it was a great goal um, it's because it went on the, the bottom corner if that goes in the top corner I'm jumping I'm jumping about the house but yeah. uh, Rooney's was probably the best Gareth Bale's Champions League final I think Zidane mm. hated him at the time never spoke to him and he was going on he, he hit it in the top corner and Zidane was his best mate again yeah. um, mm. have you scored a red kick? Yeah, I'll need to look back in the archives. I'm sure I have. I'm, I mm-hmm. think you have. Yeah. I, I can remember you Wayne Rooney's against Man City. Yeah, obviously. Um, take a wee bit <laughs> off. <laughs> but listen, it was a it was a great goal last yeah. night, and just the, just the disappointing thing is that we did, we didn't get the three points because, as I said, that it was there for us to go and go and take the game to to Austria. A bit more from John McGinn. Relieved, um, relieved. I've not broke my neck. Attempting it. Um, I think I was lucky I thought I was offside I think VAR down the road has got a lot of negatives but the positive is you're, you're trained and you're used to just putting it in the back of the net and, and deal with it after but a um, little bit unexpected but delighted to, to kind of end my goal drought both for club and country it's been a, a while since I've scored so a relief in that sense and, and a relief to grab a point in the end because I don't think we deserve to get beat Here's Mac on the line in Knightswood about the game Good evening Mac Mac Hello there, how are you? Good, you? Yeah, good, thanks. What did you think? 2-2? Two, two. Uh, you know, I came on the other night, I said I thought it'd be a 1-1 grab draw, but uh, it wasn't really. 
Uh, a lot of positives to take from that game, definitely. I thought going forward, if you look at I mean, the chances we, we created and stuff, we should have scored more. So, yeah, I was really pleased with it. You were pleased with it. Who was your man of the match? Uh, it's a hard one. Either Scott McTominay or uh, Tierney. Mm-hmm. And how do you think... Do you think we should have gone at them earlier? Do you think we gave them too much respect? Uh, a wee bit, yeah. I think uh, McTominay said that in his interview after the game that uh, they know they have the quality to go and take it to these teams uh, and attack them. Uh, and we did, and we done that well at times. Uh, just a pity we lost them two goals. I think it was both from the same thing. It was just not pressing the man and getting mm. out to him early. Because I mean, they've got a six foot seven striker for that header. Like, can't really do much about it if you're Jack Hendry. Mm. How are you thinking? What do you? What would you do for the match with Israel on Sunday evening? Uh, I'd keep it uh, near on the same, but I think I'd. Uh, Bring in Christie to Cam and uh, take out maybe Armstrong and, and put uh, Che Adams up top, just start him uh, from the start, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, one guy who, I know obviously John McGinn's goal, amazing, but he didn't have the best game at all. Like Pressing, he was decent, but on the ball, he just wasted a lot of it and stuff. And I feel like if we had maybe Cal McGregor, we could have... Uh, kept possession and took it to them a wee bit more. Mm-hmm. Barry, what would you do? Obviously, Christie started, played much of the game, but what would you do in Israel if you were Steve but, Clark? Well, for me, I, I think McGinn's a certain starter. There, mm-hmm. There's no doubt okay. about that. Um, I, I would bring Callum McGregor in probably to play with McTominay and McGinn and I would go with She Adams up, up yeah. top with Lyndon Dykes. I mean, I know we're away from home. I know he's, Israel are a, a decent enough team, but we've got more than enough. Me, me and Sai spoke about it earlier on. I think if we go there and take the game to Israel with these kind of changes, I think we've got every opportunity to win the game. There's no doubt in my mind. So that that's probably what I would do. Callum McGregor's got the experience at international level. Also domestically for Celtic, he's played Champions League, the Europa League. So... I was surprised that Callum McGregor didn't play last night if I'm being honest with you uh, maybe he was just giving him a rest because he's played a lot of football as well Callum um, so I think he may come in to the midfield and play alongside uh, McTominay and McGinn and I would go with I would like to say uh, see sorry she Adams up top with Lyndon Dykes Yeah I'm similar I'd like to see a three in the middle of the pitch I thought it was very tough on I know you said McGinn never had the greatest game but I thought it was very tough with him and from him and McTominay I think most good teams probably will play with a three in the middle of the pitch and if we go with uh, two in there, that you're outnumbered, and it's tough for you on it. You know, as I say, ten was had the freedom of Hamden, Pit, Hamden Park last night. So I'm the same. I would go with McTominay and McGregor in there. I think he takes the ball off defences better than a McGinn does. He's more natural at it. And then I'd put McGinn up one, and I'd go with Che Adams and um, and London Dykes. Even the second goal, I don't think that formation allows you to press. You know, if you actually watch your second goal when the cross comes in. Robertson and Tierney are standing next to each other, no marking anyone. And I think you get that a lot in that that, that formation. When Austria are, are only playing one up front, it's the central man that, that marks them. And Tierney and Henry, for a lot of the time, are standing there nothing, Paul. And it's guys like McTominay and McGinn that need to track runners. Mm. And it's a tough, tough night for, for the two in the middle of the pitch. I, I, so that's why I'd like to see a three in there. I, I like the sound of McGregor and McTominay. I think yeah. they two holding in front of the, the back three. Let the two wing backs go and let McGinn off a leash and let them get beyond um, Adams and, and Dykes up front I think it's a real attack minded team and it's a strong team as well let's go for it Mac what's your prediction then Sunday night scoreline uh, 
going to go for 2-0 but uh, yep. if I can say one thing on what Sai said uh, I think he's bang on uh, the two men right together because that happened as well with their uh, disallowed goal when Grant Hanley and Jack Hendry were just sitting right beside each other uh, and no one could get out to them once Stephen O'Donnell had been done on the right. So, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, too, now we need to take it to them because uh, we can't let their forward players, uh, you know, uh, get up the pitch and come on to us when they've got Moanes, Boer and uh, Aaron Zahavi. All right, Mac, thanks for calling. You reckon 2-0 we'd settle for that. We're back with more after the news. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Hour two underway. Thanks for all the calls. 0808 17 17 700. And also, we're on the socials at Go Radio Football Show. Go Football Show. Loads of them coming in saying, well done, Scotland. Yep, we could have got more. Uh, goalkeeper did all right. Wasn't much he could do. I'm just looking at you, Barry. What do you think, David Marshall? No, I, say, I mean, the, the, the second goal from Austria, I thought, was, I thought it was a poor cross, but the guy's done ever so well. Um, it's actually behind him. David Marshall, no chance. Listen, I know people are saying Scotland done well, but that just shows you how far we've came yep. in the 18 months that Stevie Clark's um, been in the job. But we're disappointed to come away with a point where I thought we could have got the three points. Now go back to what me and Sai discussed earlier. It's because I look at the squad and I think at the real quality players we've got in that squad. So it's a good thing being disappointed. Um, in time, it might be a good point. The further on we get, we get into the group. But I just thought last night was a real opportunity for us to get three points. When the game get going, they were obviously dominant the first twenty minutes. But as the game went on, I thought Scotland came into it a bit more. Then the manager changed it a bit in the second half. And then we looked more a danger for the one guy that moved further forward than John McGinn. Do we need to believe a bit more? Maybe be a bit almost arrogant as we go in now. You know, we've moved up the rankings. Why wouldn't we go out to try and win? Yeah, at I home? think positive. Yeah. I mean. Uh, me and Sai again I've, I've discussed it you, you just look at the squad you look at the players you look at the teams they're playing at mm. I mean it's, it's not just uh, decent sized clubs it's massive clubs and yeah. I just look and I, I'm positive I just think there's, there's still more to come out I, last night probably wasn't the best we've played um, and they came away with a point we're still disappointed so I think we go over to Israel um, and Sunday and be really positive and go for them because I think we've got better players and if we do that I'm more than convinced that we'll get three points Saying you'll be able to enjoy it more watching Scotland under Steve Clark. Uh play like the first 45 minutes in no Paul but I, 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 get, I get where Steve Clark's coming from he's, he's one of the managers that I think he sets his stall to, to be hard to beat first and foremost and, I th- and to be honest Paul pro- Scotland have probably needed it yeah. you know in terms of how we've been in the past and I think maybe he is get, it happens quite a lot where he goes out quite cagey in the first half and then with about 20-30 minutes to go he, he really starts to go for it I just feel like Fergie says we've got the players that we can do that fade off I think they're all very very much forward thinking players that want to go and press high up the pitch and again I think we're good enough now to go and dominate games of football I think we do ourselves a disservice sometimes in thinking that we need to be hard to beat why can't we go and dominate games of football as I say, we've got guys playing at Man- the centre midfielder for Man United, left back for Liverpool, centre back for Arsenal. And these are top players. 
I think it's the best squad that Scotland have had in years, Paul. And I'd like to see us have more belief in ourselves in terms of dominating the game. But in terms of belief, Paul, I think there's a great belief within the squad. You know, I think two or three years ago, if, if Scotland teams had went one down at home to Austria, they, they wouldn't have got yeah, back into the game. And mm. then to go two one down again, I think they would wouldn't have came back in the game. I think that's what yeah. this group of players have got. Aye, it's a wee bit special. You're right, Sai. That's a big positive you take yeah. out of the game last night. I know what it's like at international level when you go a goal behind. It's sometimes tough to get back, but that shows you what type of characters in that squad. They showed a good mentality last night to come back. Um, but I, I, I'm like I'm with Sai. I, I just look at the players that we've got and listen. I get. Steve Clark, he's that's the way he he sets his team up. Difficult to beat, but I just look at the midfielders, for instance. It's one of the strongest midfields you'll get. Mm. I mean, mm. you just look at the starting three. You look at the guys that are on the bench. It can come into that. Um, so I just hope we yep. go over there and take the game to Israel. And I I think if we do that over in Israel, we should be getting the three points. Denmark, as you know, won two 0 there last night. No surprise there. In fact, the margin maybe should have been bigger. And Moldova and Faroe Islands won one. Let's go to Dundee, your hometown. My ma- is my mum? Yeah. Well, let's check who's on the line. For you, Paul, if your mum's called Chris, <laughs> Chris, hello there. <laughs> Hi guys, how are you? Hi, good. Yeah. Where are you in Dundee? Sai wants to know. Uh, the Hilton. Oh, <laughs> watch your pockets, Fergie. <laughs> Lucky he's not in the studio. The Hilton. What a place by you uh, Should have lied <laughs> <laughs> Chris what are you thinking About Scotland last night um, It's just a, It's echoing what the boys are saying I think we need to have Like Be more positive And a bit more, more belief Like The past few games Under Clark I've noticed that When we go a goal behind It's like we get our tails up And then that's when We start to really kick on Again Serbia Them for 60-70 minutes Was probably the best I've seen Scotland For mm. a long long time and I think that's because we took the game to them right from the off. Um, Austria, to a man, I don't think they're better than us at all. I think we're a good, we've got so many good footballing players that we can dominate the ball. So I don't see why we need to be so cautious. Um, I think we're pretty solid defensively, so it's kind of. I would like to see us kind of look more um, on the front foot. It would have been nice to see Fraser come on as well, because the last time he played, up from the dikes the partnership was brilliant that's a great point he makes in terms of the Serbia game I agree I think that was the best performance under Steve Clark I think in the Serbia game I think Steve Clark started out to be defensive but then he seen that Serbia weren't at it at all and he went and pressed them high up the pitch maybe he looked at Austria and thought if I go and press them high up the pitch they've got good enough players that they'll, they'll, they'll get through that and we could end up conceding goals so I do think I, I think Steve Clark is good in terms of that I think he's good at uh, judging his opposition and how uh, how to go and play against them but it's like we've said all night I, I, I just think in Scotland we've got this thing where we worry more about what other team does instead of actually what, what we're capable of and it, like I say when I've been most impressed with the Scotland team when we do go and press high up the pitch I agree Ryan Fraser I think he'd be another great option I just think Lyndon Dyke I think if you're going to play up front on your own fair I don't know you, think, you either need to be quick or you need to be very good at linking the play. I don't think Lyndon Dykes is is particularly great at either. I think he's one that is good at flicking the ball into a partner, and I think he's good at playing with a partner. I would like to see if he's going to play, going playing with a, a Che Adams or, or, or a Ryan Fraser. I think you get the best out of him. And, and in terms of playing with two fullbacks, put crosses in the box for the big guy. Play, as I've said before, play his strengths. Yep, in terms of Lyndon Dykes, there's no doubt he would he would be suited with a partner. Um, difficult playing. Up top I've played with players Like guys that were Ideally suited to that Like Kenny Miller Who was quiet yeah. And good movement But Lyndon Knights Needs a partner And 
Ryan Fraser, look, the only thing going against Ryan Fraser probably is he's playing in a struggling Newcastle side and he's he's struggled at times this season. Uh, that's one of the reasons maybe that Steve Clark's not no picked him and I just think it's a great opportunity for Shea Adams. I know he only got 20 minutes last night but he showed signs that um, he could be a real player for us, a real asset for us and I would like to see both him and Dykes to see how they, they work with each other. Um, so... Hopefully that's the way he goes. In terms of the Serbia game, I think it was a one-off and we knew we had to go there and, and take the game to them. I mm. think that's why we've done it. But I think we're a better outfit when we do that. Yeah. But in terms of if we do get broke upon us, um, I think we're, we're well set up as a back three. Mm. I think we're well drilled. I think he obviously works on that in, uh, on the training ground. So I wouldn't be too worried in terms of teams cutting through us because we looked last night solid enough for me. Um, I, I know for the, the, the second goal maybe disappointing but the guy's six foot seven. how yeah, you meant to yeah. sometimes defend against a giant very hard yeah, isn't it and yeah. it was a great header but yeah. and with Chris I would like to see us at times be a bit more positive um, but that's the that's the Scotland way at times I played in Scotland teams where we weren't great to watch 4-5-1 yeah. you could have played but you, did you ever feel that as a player Fergie why, why are we defensive all the time why yeah, did we, we not go and take the game because you said obviously we've done it maybe it's the same kind of mindset we've done it to like contain teams to 65 70 minutes and then we, ha- we would have a blast did you think he's were better than that do you think he's were capable of going yeah, out and but listen it's one of them side you respect the way the, the managers want to yeah. play it. and do you know what everybody was comfy everybody in the squad was comfy with the way that we played so do you know what it wasn't great to watch at times sometimes it was difficult to play in mm. um, but do you know what we got results with it yeah. under Walter Smith and, and Alec McLeish mm. and listen that's been proved with with Steve Clark the way he sets up but I just think we've got players who who can go and make a difference in the middle and final third Let's hear from Steve Clark while you're on there Chris he's speaking about Israel If we can keep the performance levels high normal results follow so I think if we can play the way we played the last time we were in Israel where I thought we played well lost 1-0 couldn't get the goals tonight I thought it was a good performance against a really good team and if we can take that level of performance forward this, this, this team can keep improving. I'm, I'm 100% convinced this team can keep improving. And obviously we go to Israel with the intention of getting three points. Chris, what would you say to that? Yeah, we should be confident. I think Israel have a couple of decent players, but as a collective unit, we're miles ahead. Um, we should be backing ourselves, definitely. And then if we beat Israel and then we should beat Pharaohs, that's a good start. Um, and you could definitely build from that. I just had a quick question for Barry and Ty as well. Sure. If if you guys were hypothetically the managers, see in terms of selection, would you go for more loyalty or forum? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. That's a tough one at an international mm. level. Yeah. I mean, it's different when you play with, with club football. Um, Good question. Like, I, I think in terms of his squad, Chris, he's went with loyalty. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no doubt about that. The, these guys have mm-hmm. served him ever so well the last 18 months or so and and got us to somewhere we've not been in the last 23 years and that's a major tournament so I, I, I get where he's coming from then I just think if somebody's shown good form at club level i.e. we spoke about it last week when he, he named the squad I was I was disappointed, surprised that David Turnbull guys like that weren't involved in it um, but I, I totally get where Steve Clark's coming from this group of players have served them really well and got them to where we've not been in a long, long time and you mentioned maybe he looked at form in the case of Ryan Fraser because it's just not been, you know, he's in a poor team at the moment. And maybe there, he, he didn't go for the loyalty that he's got to him. He decided not, he's just not doing it. Yeah. And again, I've spoken here a lot, Paul, about 
Rangers being so successful this year because they've got a set set yep. squad, set way of playing with set players. And I think Steve Clark's took a long time to find that. Mm. You know, he's chopped and changed for a long time, Paul. He's finally got to a stage where he thinks he knows what his best 11, 14, 15 players are. Uh, why change that? You know, as I say, he's been searching for that for so long. Um, he knows these players inside out now. I'm, I've no doubt that they've, they've formed a great team spirit. You can see that we're, we're coming back twice last night. Mm. So, you know. What you, what you were on the risk of Paul is maybe bringing in somebody that's no use to the group and that, that can cause disharmony in the group you know as I say he's got a winning formula now I can see why he does stick to it but again like Fergie I'd like to see one or two exceptions mm. being made in terms of guys like David Turnbull when they're playing that well just to involve them See, see the great thing about this squad I think there's a lot more to come mm. from yeah. them I, I do think they're going to get better I mean if you look at them the kind of age bracket they're all in they're all good ages and they can be together um, for the next four years or, or so so I, I think we're only going to get better um, you, that's been proven with the results mm-hmm. we've had and we've got to the Euros but look, I, I do think form at times if somebody's shown exceptional form you're loyal to the 23-24 man squad you pick I always believe that there is there should always be the door open for the players that are showing um, levels that can get into the Scotland squad but I do hope as well that we will evolve into being a better team in terms of because we, not just the players that we've got Paul but you think the players that were coming through mm. if you've got a special special talent in Billy Gilmore that's know, one guy I never to, even mentioned exactly Fergie uh-huh. and you know if you've got Billy Gilmore coming through sometimes you need to change the way you play to think Billy Gilmore can dominate a game of football we need to get now put plans in place to to, to get to be yeah. that team when Billy Gilmore's ready to come in and play and the that's fact that Chelsea won't let him go tells you everything yeah. Barry yeah, doesn't but, it I mean it's yeah. a great name somebody we've spoken about plenty of times mm. on the, the show but there's, there's five players there's Billy Gilmer mm. David Turnbull Nathan James Pat. Forrest uh, James Forrest Lee Griffiths and Nathan Patterson there's five for me real good players mm. that for me could or should be in the, the Scotland squad so it's a difficult one the manager can only pick so many um, so listen things are looking good I'm, I'm more than confident we can have a, a mm. real good World Cup group stage there's no doubt and I'm sure we'll, we'll get out of it Chris are you? Yeah I'm, I'm pretty confident um, I I just hope that I know on like looking at it now it's a good point last night but I just hope it doesn't come back to <laughs> the end of the group we're sitting there thinking well that's kind of two points dropped um, because I do believe they were there for the taking but again, what Fergie said earlier, it shows how far we've come because of the character that we came back. I think maybe five years ago we would have got beat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not so sure we would have got a point out of that. So it kind of swings around about. Here is the manager talking about confidence in this team. You want to build confidence, you want to build momentum. Uh, we haven't lost here at Hamden for, for a little while now, so we wanted to keep that going. It gives us a foothold, gives us a start in the group. Difficult game to come on Sunday, but. We look, we look to go there and play with the same confidence, the same quality that we showed tonight against a good Austrian team. The Austrians are a good team, but we competed very well with them. Chris, if he takes that confidence with the team, what do you think is going to happen in Israel on Sunday evening? Um, on the back of that, with the John McGinn goal and the way it happened, I think surely that's got to be a positive camp just now going into the game. Um uh, we're away from home aren't we so yeah. again you've got the travelling and stuff to take into account but for me we're head and shoulders above them we should we should be taking the game to them I'd love to see us go two up as well because you think Israel's back three is El Hamid is it, is it Celtic yep. and Beton's part of the back three and Beton's yep. injured as well is Beton mm-hmm. injured so 
and they've got injuries within their back three. I would like to see Scotland go and play with two up. Go on. Do you think we will? Israel. Go no, on I don't think we will. No. I think we'll start with one up. I think Steve Clark, as I say, I think he's got his ways. <laughs> I hope we do. So yeah. do I, but I think it'll be one up or one off. But it's a great thing, like two, three, two, two and a half year ago, we'd be sitting here disappointed that we, we got a point yeah. against a decent Austrian side, but we're, we're disappointed. But I, I hope we do go. We go over there and and I think we're set up to play away from home as well. We're, we're set up to play in the, the counter-attack. I just hope he, he goes way, way too. But listen, Steve Clark knows his stuff. Yeah, it's hard to criticise Steve Clark, you know. You can. Obviously, we, we want all this free-flowing football, but he, he gets yeah. results, Paul. You know, as I say, I don't think we would have drew with Australia last night under a different manager, the previous manager. You, know? do you think we would have folded? I do, I think, yeah. I do. I think Steve Clark has brought that belief. I mean, you only need to look at Stephen O'Donnell's performances last night. Yeah. For me, he's been patchy for him, especially in the last few while. And then he goes and p- puts in a performance like that up against David Alaba, yeah. who's as I said one of the best left backs in the world. So I've no doubt that a lot of that comes for Stevie Clark. I yeah. think he's a good motivator in terms of players. Motherwell against you know Bundesliga yeah. giants. Exactly, and that shows it? you what Steve Clark. I think he gets the best out of, best out of players. And what you do get faced at the Scotland team under Steve Clark is every single one of them you watched them last night. No matter the score, they work their backside off, Paul. And, and if you spirit. do that, yeah. then you've got. They know their jobs as well. They're, they're, they're well coached. Mm. Um, there's no doubt about about it Steve Clark's a a top manager and, and he's created something special here he's created a group that want to turn up you look at it there's never any call-offs no. every time Steve Clark announces a squad either through a serious injury mm. um, they, they always turn up in, in numbers there's never any call-offs as before there was always four, five maybe even that's six a great point, so yeah. that's one thing about me he's created a, a real good atmosphere and he's created a place where players want to come and and train hard and play hard. Chris, what's your scoreline Sunday night? What do you reckon? I'm gonna go for two 0 I'll go each half. I think I don't. I think it will be starting off cagey again, just like the boy said. Um, but yeah, I'm confident we could get the win. Can I ask him a question? Of just course. Yeah, just, yeah. Chris, what what pub did you drink in the Hilton? The Barrels. <laughs> I didn't drink in the whole time. Oh, good. <laughs> Wise man. No, no. Go to the Hot Kill. Oh, the Hot Kill Tavern, lovely. That's a good place. one. Yeah, yeah, good. Where about that? See, the Hilton where he lives, that's like my mum and we're not to go there as kids. Eh? No, we're well, not. Wild right, mate. Talk about that in the break. We're number one for Glasgow in the West and for Tayside. Cheers, Chris. Thank yeah. you. All the best. See you, mate. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Thanks to Chris for the traffic and travel this week in the Go Radio Football Show. We're back on Monday. Uh, and on Monday night, we'll be on, Barry, with Mark Guidi. Monday, 5 till 7. Scotland are on on Sunday night. Israel against Scotland. Scotland drawing, as you know, 2-2 last night. Grant Handley getting our first. We were already a goal down. Then we went 2-1 down. And then that wonder goal, spectacular goal from John McGinn. John McGinn speaking about the goal. Yeah, I just thought... I knew where I was in the pitch, I knew where the goal was and just tried my best to keep it on target and thankfully it nestled in the, in the bottom corner and I'm still And about the team spirit? We've got a brilliant team spirit in there. Um, no one's blaming each other. Um, we're all fighting for, for the country and fighting for the place to, to get to the World Cup. Um, it's not going to be easy but we know we're, we're more than capable and the only disappointing thing for us tonight is we know how important home games are um, we came into tonight hoping for the three points but things happen in games you concede goals, concede chances and it's how you react to that and um, we reacted the best way which is which is positively and, and got an important point 
Important point Great goal last night Spectacular goal Sai, you were saying Not the best you've seen But uh, I think it's just It was unreal And there's no fans there And I know you made the point If it had gone up Into the top corner mm. It would have been more Spectacular No, it's a yeah. great bit of play Anyone else Maybe would have Pulled that down Try and set somebody else But it's quick thinking For John McGinn Again, I think he's better When, when he's off the cuff You know He just does things And, and reacts And it's a great finish uh, The goalie doesn't even move For it Um and what Scotland needed and again he's been that sort of player for Scotland didn't he John mm. McGinn even when like the caller says maybe not having his best games he, he's a big game player for me Paul he pops up in big games at big moments and he gets goals um, and I think he's been excellent for, for Scotland you know he sees form for Aston Villa mm. um, he's been excellent down there and he's continued that with Scotland I think he's a massive massive player for Scotland I actually just wanted to ask Barry someone is that alright see he was talking about team spirit and that Team Spirit, sorry. See, when you went away, would, uh, would the Rangers boys sit together, Celtic boys sit together, or would you all mix in together? No, mix in. I've been asked that a few. Somebody actually asked me that last week. Yeah. Um, no, it was one of the ones where uh, we mixed in no problem. There was never any never any issues. There was actually a couple of times where it was right after all fun games I as well. I was just ask you, what, um, had you been arguing with somebody and then you're in the Scotland squad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 listen, you had plenty of ding-dongs, but mm. it was one of the ones you just... It was forgot about your own Scotland yep. duty. Forget about what what's happened in the in the past. But but asked that quite a few times. No, it was always um, always mingled. No problem. There was there was never any issues with the old fun players. Mm. And what it's great it? to hear John McGinn just say there that that's the kind of attitude they've got. Yeah, they they lose a goal, they don't give up, and it's good to hear the kind of insight you get in that that Scotland squad. What about Stephen Davis, captain of Northern Ireland? 125 appearances, Barry. You played alongside him many times at Rangers and he's equalled Pat Jennings' record last night. Yeah, frightening achievement. Um, been unbelievable this season for Rangers. Um, absolute delighted, as I'm sure the hundreds of thousands of Rangers fans would be with him signing a year's extension. Mm-hmm. And to go and ach- achieve that, um, 125 caps is exceptional. Proper footballer for me. A lot of people going about, he's physically, he's not the biggest, he's quite slight, but what he can do with a football, a lot of people can't. Um, so, great achievement for him. And listen, I think there's still another year or two left in Stevie Davis's legs, there's no doubt about that. 33 year old Cy Ferry, what would you say about the 37 year old Steve Davis? He's a 36, 36 year old. Yeah. Okay, it's unbelievable, Paul. Think how many people usually retire for international yep. football at 32, 33. He's still playing at 36. Not only still playing, Paul, as well. I watched a wee bit of the game I was flicking between. He's still Northern Ireland's best player by a mile. Was he? And again, yep. he's not just getting through games. He, he's For me, he's Northern Ireland's best player and he's still Rangers' best player at 36 year old. So he's an absolute credit to himself. And again, it's similar to what Fergie spoke about with Alan McGregor before and I've spoken about Scott on here. Mm. I guarantee that he's an animal every day in training in terms of how he trains and how he lives his life because that's the only way you can do it. And then on top of that, he's just a lovely football player who makes great decisions. I love watching him play centre midfield. You know, if I was going to say any young player who to watch in Scotland to see how to play centre midfield, it'd be Stephen Davis, Davis right yeah. now. I just, I just think he goes about his business. Is he your player of the decisions. year? Yeah, he is. He's be my yeah. player of the season, definitely. Barry, I know for you it's either it was him or no, Alan McGregor. No, it's Alan McGregor for yeah, me. You yeah, it listen, to, it's a yeah. close one. Um, there's a number of players that are in contention. There's no doubt about it, but look. I'm, I don't like giving it to goalkeepers but yep. some of the things that, that he's done for Rangers this season in terms of saves has been brilliant but in terms of Steve Davis he's one that, that changed his game he was yeah. more forward thinking um, when I played with him at Rangers he was the one that would go and break forward but obviously as he's got older he's had to obviously settle down a wee bit in that holding midfield role he's, he's been brilliant for Rangers has this he ever, year has he ever been sent off in his career I can't even remember him being sent off or booked 
<laughs> Obviously he's been booked But I can't even remember him getting sent off Do you know off. what that's well, a great question well, I, I would, Let's check it yeah. I would probably say mm-hmm. I'll go for no mm-hmm. I'll go no as well by the way Okay We'll tell you in a minute or two Let's go on to Ryan's on the line uh, Ryan good evening Good evening guys How are you doing? Yeah good How did you feel about that last night The performance and the 2-2? I thought it was great um, I, actually, I, uh, I, thought, I actually thought we should have won it last night To be honest I mean if the, There was a stonewall penalty Right, mm-hmm. there was absolutely no doubt that it was a penalty, um, and then if John McGinn scored, we would have won three two. So, ah, we can, I can hope it. So, yep. but yeah, great performance. Good. It was a penalty, though, wasn't it? No question, was it? You, but you, see, you, the things he wasn't again foul for. Uh, for I thought he was. I thought he was poor in terms of Scotland. There's loads of times so in the middle of the What did you think about their goal? The guy scored the header with Tierney, the, mm. the slight push in the back. Or for the I, goal? I just think that's good striker play. Yeah. Um, but listen, that is a, it's a, a penalty. The guy, it's a rugby challenge. Yeah. Um, no, no, I, I don't know why he, he doesn't. He, he had a good view, didn't he? The referee. He did have a good view, and um, yep. it was a. I mean, I, I was calling for it when I seen it last night. It was strange. It, it, it wasn't. Mm. It wasn't given. Um, so, listen. The one thing about it is, it, they didn't let it affect him as well. Mm. It, they mm. just carry on. Listen, it's easy for like that to to fester. Um, but. This doesn't happen with a Scotland team. So Ryan, we were asking on Go Radio socials last night the best Scotland goal you've seen. What do you feel? Oh, James McFadden, without a doubt. Oh, Don't get me wrong. Wow. John McGinn's is up there, but yeah. to me, uh, to see a Scottishman score for thirty-nine yards out for at, at, at that time with, with France, what was it? What were the second best team in the world at the time with yeah. the likes of Terry Henry and ah, uh, just. Quality without the team. I thought he should have passed twice. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm screaming behind him. Would you have scored a goal like that? I couldn't reach 39 yards. <laughs> is that what I, it was? I, I, I'm oh. actually screaming aye, behind him. 39, aye. Wow. Ryan, how do you know it was 39 yards? <laughs> I'm impressed. Because I've, 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 that goal has been watched that yeah, many times. I've watched it that many times. Um, yeah, it was, I think it was 39.2 yards to, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to quote me But it was yeah. 39 something It was definitely it was Great commentary as well Wasn't it It, it, Peter? it, it oh. was It was great commentary But it's crazy Just when he, he, he receives the ball I'm, I'm screaming to get it out wide yeah. Pass it <laughs> Behind you And then he just lets go And So you're right behind it for you? Yep You see me right behind it And I'm actually shouting at him <laughs> When do you think it's When do you, when do you know it's, it's This has got a chance See when he's man. actually hit it I'm like What are you doing? And then a couple of seconds later it flies in and then we're thinking to ourselves what, what's going on here because we were playing against a, a French team who were top oh, notch yeah. I mean I, I think they were number one in the world of them. I think they were yep. I, I think they were number number one and um, I remember them saying leading up to that game listen we because we'd beat them at Hamden we got a good result against right. them at Hamden they're like listen what, when they come over to, to Paris we're going to run all over the top of them so we kind of knew we went with a game plan just let's go frustrate them frustrate the living daylights at them yeah. and um, it must have been something like 85% possession that night they had What's that? <laughs> I, I just ran about like a headless chicken but you know what what, what a result what a result and just that, that kind of group see that that team there wasn't any superstars but one thing about us is we worked brilliantly mm-hmm. as a team mm. as a unit we were Everybody done their job, knew their job, um, hardly touched the ball again. I, I honestly must have touched the ball. One of, your better, one of your better games then. <laughs> <laughs> minimum <laughs> ten times, but that that was the same everywhere. And then you, you've got to you've got to rely yeah. on a, a, a stroke of luck at times. They had a few chances where you think they could have scored, but 
What a result that night And um, That wasn't even my favourite Faddy James McFadden no? goal for Scotland What is it? Was it the Holland? See I think anyone can kick the ball for 40 yards Not anyone But if you kick the mm. ball hard You've got to try The one against Holland was That's proper fit Remind us of that one The one Dan give, Fletcher Give us the commentary wee, wee back. It's, yep. Comes for a corner Fergie didn't it? Did you, did you work on that? Yeah we did work on that And I'll, I'll give you one about that game yeah. We obviously Holland again Top class yeah. we, we world class players we, we won the game 1-0 And after that game We're obviously celebrating because it's a great result Hamden was full And we're thinking Oh we're through And we go over there And the absolute scalp is What was it six? And, uh, <laughs> don't even go there Don't even go there That was um, See the highs and lows That's yeah, where That's what happened didn't it? You're in a major high For three days And then That was just a major low Ryan yeah. do you remember that one? Yes Yeah, yeah That was a We so, are Chase is the best one it? Oh on. it's amazing 78 That's a proper yeah. goal for me Actually <laughs> Gemmo Yep. Do you know what I mean? It's ah, not. Well, no. He, what, has he beat three, three Holland defend, five Holland <laughs> defenders who were a top team at the time, yeah. and then he sticks it in the top. That's that's my favourite. It might have been three, but uh, Archie Game was my favourite. It was five. Yeah. Now Gleish must have scored a few. You I was just about to say that he yeah. must have scored a Some, couple of world goals. Yeah. yeah. And he but put it through the legs of uh, the late great uh, Ray Clements as well. That maybe wasn't his best one, but that was one. That was a toe poke. I know. I that know. Was a yeah. toe poke. Remember David Neri, the '82 World Cup. I was oh, at the match Brazil. against Brazil. I was That's there. there. Yeah. <coughs> David Neri used to live uh, down the road yeah. to me. He had uh-huh. the big house at the, the bottom of the hill. Did he? We, yeah. we, we, we don't go to his, his door for autographs every day. Aye. David yeah. Neri. He was some what, player. Good what player, a strike, wasn't it, Barry? He was. He was a great centre back, David Neri. That was in Seville I remember it was so hot that day Ryan l- listen we're just so glad we're back but you, you know you hear Barry the Faddy goal and yet we didn't make it with all those amazing players and we didn't get to you know a tournament and, and we're there for the Euros and maybe for the World Cup because I hear Barry I hear what he's saying that we should be more confident or go for it you're saying Sai as well Ryan is that what you think we'll do against Israel on Sunday? Uh, yeah I, I think I think <clears throat> I was playing Israel that many times and I think we know exactly how they're going to set up and what game plan they're going to and I think I think we could we could certainly go over there and get a win I think if we play play our strengths yeah why not I, I think this is the best group of players we've had in a long time yeah again can I ask can you I ask as well Barry yes um, the, see your mentality when you were playing to what it is now do you think it's still the same or do you think it's slightly different like when you, when you play big teams like your France or your Italy's or whatever there's a different mentality going into each different game no, no what, what happened with us back then is we, sometimes you've got to be honest and respect that you're coming up against a better team so you need to mm. set up a certain way and that's what, what we done when we, we played under Walter Smith and Alan McLeish we, we as a group were very honest and we thought right you know what see if we go out and try and play them at football there's only going to be one outcome if you'd been honest and they would probably yeah beat us um, so we had to go out with a, a plan of frustrating them and try and go okay. as long as we can and then maybe get something for a set piece and then when it goes into the, the last 15-20 minutes then you kind of open up a wee bit and, and have a go at them so that that was kind of our mindset in terms of teams that are, are, are kind of own level we would go and have a, a pop up but when you come up against um, the, the, the top teams um, like say your Francis and, and teams like that you had to obviously give them the respect and I thought that was the best way because mm. if I'm honest if we went out and we, we try to go for them 
I'd go and attack mm. them There would be only one outcome for me Because they had world class players Do you think the standard of opposition was better back in the day still? See right, when you were talking players, about the Holland, I mean, that the, Holland team, France team It was full of world class players wasn't it? Atlee team as well yeah. The one where they, they scored in the last kick of the ball where They beat us 2-1 that, that atmosphere that day against that like Hamden was absolute electric there's, I mean, that's Hamden, what you scored Barry? Yep, uh, it was a absolute <laughs> belter for three yards um, <laughs> But that, that game when you're coming up against Pirlo Guys like that um, Do you think Pirlo thought I'm coming up against Christian Daly? <laughs> He's still talking about it <laughs> Yeah, But he was just um, He never broke sweat that guy Pirlo, yeah, not, Pirlo. No, What yeah. a player yeah, yeah. But it looked, He just looked if he was See the way at the start of the game when you line up in the tunnel You're all smart and ready mm. to go He was like that During the game And after the game yeah, that You're coming off sweating and <laughs> um, Bogies yeah, all uh, Everywhere <laughs> But I mean Some of the teams You come up against And some of the yeah. players I mean But what I will say About that early game is We did go for them That was so what, The game plan was to go Yeah But it was To try and contain them For the first 15-20 minutes mm-hmm. And then as the game Kind of settled You know what it's like Si mm. The first 15-20 minutes Is always like 100 mile an hour stuff yeah. Then we thought to them We get that stage Then we kind of open up And we had a way to, to getting in behind them And it nearly worked Never a foul in the end With Alan Hutton No That, that was an absolute no, Definitely not Absolute joke And then obviously The score fit That was um, again So so many highs During that game With the atmosphere And the way we were playing And then to get that At the end Was an absolute uh, Killer for us mm-hmm. Ryan, we know you're a St Johnson fan. Have you come back yep. down from the high of the cup win and the top six? You left it late, but you're, you're top six. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that shows you football. I mean, I was obviously listening to the, the results um, going through mm-hmm. the game and I was like, oh, no, I bottled it. And then just with a flick of a switch, Hamilton scored and he scored and I was like, we're going to do it. <laughs> uh-huh. It just shows you in football, it can just change just like that. It's, it. it's amazing. It is. Slim and I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very, very, very present. Yeah. And I've tipped um, him for, I've tipped yeah. him for third next year. Have you? Jack, yeah. Crazy, huh? uh, no, well, I, I don't. Yeah. I, I feel like it's St. Johnson. I mean, for the start of the season, they, 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 they weren't struggling, but they were uh, probably Callum was at that stage oh. where he was trying to figure out his best formation yeah. and his best team. I tell you, you see, the last couple of months I've been so impressed with him. Mm-hmm. Um, deserved to win the cup final. And for me, they deserve to be in the, the top six. And you look at their starting 11, then sometimes when it comes through, you look at their bench. bench. They've got a strong bench as well. So, Callum, I think Callum Davison's building something special there. Great mix of youth and experience mm-hmm. as well. I think he's signed really well. He's uh, back three and the goalkeeper. And back five, key. I think, though, Fergie, with Booth or Tansy yeah, and true. Rooney as well. Do you know what I mean? True. Back five and the goalkeeper six. Um, and I think Aberdeen will have a wee bit of a huh? bump obviously with replacing Derek McInnes I think it'll be tough Hibs look like they're going to lose Nisbet and Marciano the goalie two mm. massive players for them I think if St Johnson can keep that squad together with that manager I think they've got a right good chance of third no, right. you. you heard it here first Cy yeah, he says go. you're going to be third so next season Fergie thought, put uh, Fergie yeah. no, so I, says I can see where you're coming from <laughs> I'll say top six <laughs> cheers Ryan listen thanks for calling Ali has checked there and uh, no we can't see any red cards wow. for Stephen Davis mm. that's in Soccer base have gone back to 2004. Uh, he's yeah. another one, like you said about Pirlo. It never looks like he's dirty or sweating. Mm-hmm. He, he just strolls games of football, doesn't he? He's Don't always in the right place. At the right they come off immaculate. No, when you come off, you're a homeless guy at the end of the game. Huh? Right, like they come off immaculate. Yeah. And you're looking, and you're <laughs> mud everywhere, and use blood and snorters, hairs all over the place. Some players just walk off, walk on the pitch. 
I'm I collecting walk off it. I'm I collecting peer love was, was like that. Some Friday nights after the show, he's like that. We're back with Ferguson and Ferry next. The Go Radio Football Show, talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Coming up at seven tonight, Stevie Lennox. Stevie Lennox, Stevie Lennon in the mix. I'm thinking football there. I was thinking Bobby Lennox. Bobby, imagine Bobby Lennox on the desk, on the DJ. What would you start with, do you think? Oh, you... I don't know what Bobby's in. Yeah. I know what you'd start yeah. with. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking. I was not going to say Just Faddy was, we were obviously talking about the Scotland goal. Remember Faddy when he played with Motherweed, the wee ponytail? Yeah. Remember the wee ponytail yeah, at the back? Yeah, it was terrible, wasn't it? <laughs> what was he thinking about it? Oh, crazy. Uh, but here's I tell you one thing great ability big game Frustrate- for Scotland wasn't he uh, he was he was but he was one of the ones frustrated he'd he, he done mm. some things with football you're like wow yeah um, but he wouldn't have passed you the boss so you'd go off your nut yeah. Faddy's told me before that yeah. him and Fergie used to argue constantly did he? Yeah. a bit needle with those two you yeah. that's yeah. a surprise uh-huh. I used to argue yeah. with everybody of course <laughs> he came out on top it was 90% were for the Faddy goal was for, it right? uh, on our socials yeah, yeah. Fant- yeah listen yeah. fantastic player just had a bad He's injury at Birmingham I was just saying to say off air there it would have, I, I, thought, I thought he would have been a great player for Birmingham just sadly he'd he done his cruciate and it was um, it was tough after that for him but some ability Faddy he could go and win a game on, on his, his own, own at yeah. times yeah good career business show on Sunday morning Si I know you enjoy it you're a yes. budding entrepreneur Barry you love it business guru and uh Football superstar. So the Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey, Sunday morning, 11 o'clock. This week, Hunter and Hockey discuss tax, trade and business manifestos. The special guest is a great guy. It's Kyron Keogh. So looking forward to him being on. So, so he's what's a he great in a, guy. What's he in yeah, Kyron, he, It's Rocks. He's managing director of Rocks, the jewellers. Oh, does he? And ah, yeah. Uh, Kids. Uh, that's the very one. So oh, Kyron will be like on. I Rocks. Yep. Oh, it's great stuff. Yep. So he'll but be on. That, yep. Yeah. How many? What's that you've got in the wrist? That, I've got nothing that? on. The, do you know what I, had, I took my fit, fit? I've got the fit back now. Just making sure I'm doing enough steps. I, you know, what I mean, I need to keep up to up to pace with you. What about his yeah. Paul's Rolex? Though? It's nice, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. That is lovely. It's a fake. <laughs> <laughs> so Karen will be on on Sunday. It's a terrific show. We look forward to that Sunday morning. Giovanna was great last week from Eusebius, wasn't she? I know you heard yeah. it. She's oh, what a story they've got. That's amazing. Talk yeah. us through it. Yeah, don't have time. We'll do a special podcast later. But have you uh, been for food? You need I have actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been there before. Yeah, in the I West see end. It's the best way. I've said it before. Terrific. It's the best restaurant in the West End. I, I honestly do. Have you been there? No, I've not been. Go and try it. It's lovely. Really nice, mate. Right up your street. Everyone who has been. It's not on, too fancy, yeah. is it? No, no it's no, not. No, no, no you'd no, love no, it. No, I, don't, I don't like. Yep. No, it's not too places. fancy. Yep. No, no. I, I just like like. Proper food. Your spaghetti yeah. bolognese and garlic bread. No, you? no, yeah. penny arabiata. Oh, mm. yeah. I'm starving. Let's hear from Stephen <laughs> Clark, the Scotland boss. Stephen Any injuries? Clark, you giving him all back in. We'll know the knocks and the niggles. There's two or three lying in there. Look as though they'll never, never move for a month. But they'll be moving tomorrow. Don't worry. What did he think of the performance of Henry? He's comfortable on the ball, Jack. Uh, he hasn't had many caps, so he'll grow with experience. I mean, you, you talk about Grant coming in after three years out, but. I think that was Grant's 30th cap. So Grant's coming in with bags of experience. Jack will grow into the he'll grow into the international game. So, like I said, a little bit of work to do, but we can we can be happy with a good point. Barry, what are you thinking about that point? I was just surprised yeah. there when he, he spoke about Grant Hanley. That was his 30th yeah. cap. Um, I would have probably said 10, maybe mm-hmm. 15 at, at a push. Um, but as I said, I thought... 
I thought Grant Hanley was was excellent. Listen, he he played in the Premier League with, with Norwich. Norwich yeah. he's, he's captain, captain as well, fair game. Yep, he's captain in the Championship. They're flying high. It looks to me they're going to get promoted back into the Premier League. So he plays at a high level, Grant mm-hmm. Hanley. And he's for me. It just looks to me if he loves defending, and yeah. he capped off a good display for me last night with a, with a great header. Because sometimes when the ball, I mean, it had snow on it, it was that <laughs> high, so it's um, it's a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but he done he, he done the right thing, kept the header down. It was a great header in the, the bottom corner. But I thought him and Jack Henry were along with with Kieran Tierney were, were were solid last night. I guarantee not one of the thirty caps fits fits his head. <laughs> You've got I'll, to think I'll guarantee you yeah. that he's a good. I actually, I've met him a couple of times. Well, he's a good lad. But again, what they, ha- they have got, Paul, is good characteristics for the position they're playing in Steve Clark's team. You know, H- Henley's Henley, sorry, is the one that plays in the middle, wants to go and defend. Um, Jack Henry is the one that plays on the right. Is good at yep. taking the ball. So again, Steve Clark's fit, found players that fit into how he wants to play. I think the other positive you get with Jack Henry playing there uh, is the fact that you can move McTominay into centre midfield, mm-hmm. and that'll be a big mm-hmm. battle now for that mm-hmm. centre midfield spot. Fergie with Jack McGregor and McTominay all want to play in that too. Yep, I'll give you in terms of Jack Henry. Thought he done was was solid enough yep. last night. Does he go back to Celtic and play? Oh, you know. <laughs> That's a tough one. Yeah, it's one a for the new manager. You know, you think it? he's but very much not? in the Chris Iyer mode. You know, if, if you're going to go and get 15, 20 million for Chris Iyer, Jack Henry is a similar type. You know, for me, his number one aim isn't to go and defend. He likes taking the ball out for the back. Mm-hmm. Iyer does that. Jack, I think Jack Henry is more incapable. It's that big question, Fergie. Is can he deal with the, the, the pressure. pressure of playing with Celtic every but week? But one thing I like about him is when he knew he wasn't going to play. I think it was was it Melbourne they went away to yeah. for six months. I think he got an injury, he came back and he's went out to Belgium um, into the unknown, a league he doesn't know and seemingly with, with, with the feedback you get he's been exceptional there so I, I like to see that somebody who's he's not going to just sit there and pick up a wage and maybe get a game here and there and sit yeah. on the bench Fair play to Jack Henry, he's went out on loan and he, he's, he's reaping the benefits of that and he gets called up to Scotland and I thought last night he was solid but again Fergie this is where Celtic need to get a manager in because these yep. decisions need to be made 100%. because if they keep Jack Henry going no one telling him next year you're in plans I know he, he could go and go to another club because I think mm. there's interest in him for down south as well yeah so, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. I wouldn't be surprised he is your modern day centre half Fergie yeah, yeah, 100%. The take the ball for the back so if Ayer goes I think Jack Henry is more than capable in terms of ability of playing but as whether because he struggled with that let's be honest the first time he struggled with the, the pressure of playing playing with Celtic so maybe he's matured with going out and, and playing a, a different league yeah when I was running I heard the show somebody had asked about keep hired give him the build captaincy it, build it around to him as captain uh, that's what I was about to ask you yeah, could he be no I, I, look there, there's no doubt he maybe could be captain material but I think then that you're overlooking Callum McGregor who's who, that sorry Fergie captain so, when I was hired Oh, somebody sorry, came on yeah. the show last night mm. and says about keeping him I don't think he's he's wanting to stay he's running his contract yeah. down um, the AC Milan chat you know early in the season yeah, don't but think for me, the, the automatic yeah. guy to pick up the armband is, is Callum McGregor and I think if Callum McGregor didn't get it I heard Mark mm. Goody say last night if I was Callum McGregor I'd be thinking here wait a minute Yeah. Um, I know maybe he's no been playing at the same level over the last couple of months as, as he had previously but if I was Callum McGregor I would be fully expecting getting that um, that armband what it shows you is I Celtic need to make some kind of statement soon. Yeah, what's going to happen? Because these things need to be these things need to be decided, Paul. You know, you've lost your captain there, probably due to the fact that he doesn't know who the manager's going to be next year. Mm. You know, that's that's massive. Mm. You know, a guy mm. that's dominated f- Scottish football for eight years, massive 
massive guy in the, the dressing room. People look to him, and then they look and think, "Well, if Bruni's going to go, you know, mm. I, I, that's massive for me." Guys, like Edward and I are thinking, "If Bruni's not going to be here, do you then, think both of them will go, Shai? Yeah, I do. I think both mm. will go, yeah. Fergie. Do you, Christy? Christy, yeah, he's I in do. the final twelve months. I think Christy could well. go again. Mm-hmm. A lot depends what what manager comes in and how he wants to play and what certain mm. type of player he wants in that position. So again, it's hard to. To, to say yeah, that's why the negative is sorted. Go. But in terms of Ayer and, and Edward Ferry, I don't think it manager, man, matters who the manager's going to be. I think both of them. Do you think so as well? I think I, I think they've got their, their mindset on trying something different. You don't let your contract run run down, and I don't think it'll make a difference if um, whoever comes in. I, I think they've got their, their heart set on trying something different. Barry, a quick word about Yanis Hadji last night scored the winner late goal for Romania against Macedonia 3-2 so good confidence booster for the Rangers player Yeah, d- listen in terms of Hadji he's kind of been in and out of the Rangers team of late he's come back in the team and listen there's no doubt he's got um, great ability um, one thing that I've liked about him over the, the last few months when he's found a way back into the Rangers team he's worked right yeah. off the ball that's impressed me that was something maybe you would have labelled he was a bit lazy but one thing is if he's no playing that well he's still working hard for the team so you've got to give him credit for that and and listen he's a game changer he could be frustrating for 60-70 minutes and he can come up with that vital pass or even that vital goal Patrick is on here asking Sai and Barry do you think Scott Brown's going to go away for a few years and do what uh, Billy McNeil did who went to Clyde and then Aberdeen and came back as Celtic manager is that a plan maybe for Scott Brown? Yeah I've no doubt that would be obviously the dream scenario for Scott Brown to come back as a Celtic manager but I actually like the fact that he's went away and done this because it would have been easy for Scott Brown Paul to go and just take a coaching job at Celtic maybe coach the reserves and and go and have an easy life for a couple of years but I like the fact that he's got he's going to go away now and his name doesn't mean anything at Aberdeen now so he's got to prove himself all over again he's willing to take up a, an assistant manager role with a guy who's untested as a manager so it's a big gamble for Scott Brown as I say many would have stayed at Celtic and just took the easy life but that's why that he is the guy he is Paul and I've no doubt because of that he will go and be successful Scott Brown it'll and be interesting wouldn't it to see because he's been he's been playing with players at a, a certain level, level yeah. I mean you're talking about very good players no disrespect to Aberdeen the, the Celtic players are better than Aberdeen players so mm-hmm. how's he going to find that I mean Aberdeen have got some real good players there's no doubt about it and I think he'll be a massive help as we spoke earlier on in the programme to guys like my young nephew Lewis and, yep. and Ross McCrory people will, will look up to him but he's had some great experience as well he'll pass it on think of the managers that he's played with he's a great blend you think of Gordon Strachan and Brendan Rodgers yep. Neil Lennon all play different styles of football so Scott Brown will get to pick the best of, of, of what he liked for each of them two minutes left let's get the prediction then for the big match Barry what do you think is it going to be Peterhead or Dumbarton tomorrow yes, and will Sai score what do you yeah, think I, I'm going I'm to go for the centre circle tomorrow yeah I'm going to go for Peterhead just with the influence that, that young Simon Ferry's got <laughs> on, on Peterhead uh, no I Seriously, yep. I think the Martin will back up here. <laughs> we're not no. going to see so much. Uh, he gets his predictions right, so yep. change that, please, before we can yep. just say Peter Head. Peter, Peter Head will win the game. With the experience, listen, yep. a lot of people kind of look past it as mm. key to have experience, and obviously, young Simon, 33 years <sighs> of age, coming back Indeed. into that Peter Head team. I think he'll get them over the line. We hope you're on Kelty Hearts. We'll speak about it on Monday. Get the title and then you get the playoff April the 24th with the, the Highland League winners. Although I know the problem, they haven't played that many games up there. We'll talk about it on, yeah, on we'll Monday. Yeah, we'll find out. Yep. We'll find out. But I'm going home to watch another Ferguson. I'm going to go and watch Barry's boy play. 
Excellent. Over oh, in yeah. Ireland. So yep. anyone that's Sligo against Waterford, what, Waterford yeah. Sligo tonight. Okay. Uh, what's your prediction for the big match, Si? Paul, I wouldn't take anything for granted in this league. And Jim yep. Duffy's a Dumbarton manager, a lot of respect for him. He, uh, no, he does. He, do you know what? Jim Duffy. I'm talking about Scotland. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't oh, give a brilliant. I love that. Oh, dear. Uh, I'll okay. go. One, I can only see a one, one, one draw. One, one draw. Oh, that's me away. I'm and off. Your own game tomorrow. What's your scoreline? Oh, I'm going to win the game, but again, yeah. every every game's tough in our league. It'll be a tough okay, game. But what, one one, you reckon for Scotland, Barry? What about yeah, Scotland? Just quickly, yeah. five seconds. Bro, he's getting on about Jim Duffy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Barry, Scotland two yeah. one, two one. Yes, yeah, so we would. Yes, uh, I'm yeah. being positive. Why not good be man. positive when we've got really good players? So yes, Scotland to get uh, the vital three points over in Israel. Good luck. Thanks, Barry. Thanks, Si. Good luck with the match and uh, the coming games coming up. We'll do it all again on Monday live at five. Coming up next, <laughs> Stevie Lennon is in the mix. <laughs> that is br- the Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. 